0: Yes, it is time for another episode. Philip, can you hear it in my voice? I am dead.
1: Um, If you were dead, you wouldn't have a voice, Dan. I don't understand. It's been words nuts. mean things, Dan. Mm, words. After a weekend of super spreading, this is what you're up to.
0: Words also evolve. Anyway, there's a lot to share, a lot to talk about. We have two weeks worth of content to discuss, Philip. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, I have to ask are you good to go? I need to hear a Indeed. response. I... Good to
2: go. Sound a big thing them. Pet pet Hey, hey, hey. Well, <laughs> Let me hear a drum play.
1: Oy. I know you missed us feel so good to be home.
3: Oh my God. <laughs> oh.
0: She's Louise. <laughs> <I am>.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, if you ever wanted
0: an audio example of coupon just attire, here we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Two Broke Twimbles! It's your boy, Danny That Guy, a.k.a. Danos the Mad Titan, a.k.a. Denford, Dwego a.k.a. Denimbi, My Life, Your Entertainment, a.k.a. I'm done with these streets. Give me a, a stack of gold coins and let me retire. A.k.a. Aku
1: Namu and is Andy Zivoton, I'm unmistakable, irrefutable, the you won't catch me, I'm codable Phil shot a.k.a. Liv we've lost the big boss, baby, aka Saxington Lovu, aka Filthy Phil. And of course, Drinky.
0: Welcome ladies and gentlemen to another episode of Two Broke Twimbos. You may hear it in my voice. I am not at 100% capacity. I, I think I overdid it this weekend. Uh, I will share with you what was going on. But in the meantime, let's start the show as you always do. Something positive. Zimbabweans doing it big want to give a big shout out. We've mentioned them before, but they have taken it to even greater heights. The Zimbabwe moot team.
1: Mm. Um, No, Dan, 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 Dan. didn't take it to greater heights.
0: The current world champions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, 2BT bump. The current world champions. Um, If you're not sure what moot is, they're basically trainee lawyers who simulate a court experience Mm. and then, you know, whoever argues their case the best becomes the Harvey Dent Mm. of the world. And then they are... Mm. Moot team winners So Zimbabwe's team Mm. Are doing great at The European Moot Court um, Mm. This past weekend They were doing great They uh, apparently won So yeah Came out tops World champions Zimbabwe does it Mm -hmm. again Takaipa Takaipa Don't mess with us No one argues Like a Zimbabwean argues I've been saying
1: Fam and did you notice the makeup of that team? Not only is Zimbabwean, Zimbabwean women, because a lot of lot of lot of women in the team. I only counted two men. So I mean, come on, Phil. I mean, come on. I, on. I said arguing. I, I mean, know. come on, Philip. Come on. I mean, come on. You that's, know. that's that's. I mean, really. I that's. Mean, that's a, mean, a, a when moot these point. opponents. <laughs> <laughs> when these opponents from Netherlands and so forth, when they the moment you see a Zimbabwean woman. Ah, bless. Just surrender now. It, it'll save you energy. Man, just every morning I just apologize. It's like, morning, babe. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, the reality. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, congratulations to Zimbabwe's Mood team doing the things that do the things. Also, we want to give a big congratulations to former guest friend of the podcast, uh, my man, Dacom Holland, come He's on gonna be now, cashing in some checks this week and going forward, because he features on Chris Gr- Brown's new 732 track album.
1: Granted, um, Chris Brown is a little unhappy as to what he terms a shadow banning on the platforms, because in some instances, his album was not able to be found, and he didn't get as much support as he hoped and expected.
0: Well. A bad, a, a bad launch for Chris Brown is a brilliant launch for, you know, many other people. So, you know, uh, lots of streams there for Dakem Holland doing his thing. He's got writing credits on uh, the new album from Chris Brown. So congratulations, buddy. Hey, good things, great stuff, and all of that stuff. Hey, just a quick side note. I feel like this is not a major thing to mention, but hey, shout out to Tina Masawi. Did you see she posted um, that she performed at uh, Danny Carvajal's wedding?
1: I did, I did. I'm gonna give be giving a more shout outs. There's some dope music on the way with Tina. Ooh, it's going, cool. it's
0: a banger! Nice, nice, nice. Shout out to Tina. I've always thought Tina is an incredible live performer, but she just hasn't had that track. Do you know what I mean? Like a track that will. Uh.
1: You know what, Dan I'm, You know what, Dan, Be nice to me. I might give you a teaser. You know what, Dan, Let me give you a teaser. You know what? <laughs>
0: I'm actually excited. I'm actually excited. <laughs> okay, let's let's hear it. Do you wanna You wanna by, by the way, Danny Carvajal is that Danny Carvajal? Those who follow football, the Real Madrid star, he got married last weekend, and uh, Tina Masawi was the performer at his wedding, looking resplendent. It was lovely.
1: You know, this is the, the, these are some of the benefits um, our listeners get. They get access to unreleased music that is a banger. I where's this item here? Where's this item? Oh, no, it's not here. It's in the other folder.
3: Give me another second. Give me another a second.
0: I mean, while Phil looks, just some thoughts on uh, Zimbabwean economics. Mm. It sucks. <laughs> you think? Things are not great, guys. Things are not great. But it will all be fixed because we now have a gold coin. Yo, are, are you buying that
1: coin then? Oh, okay. No, no, I put it. My bad. Yes, yeah, of course,
0: party. Philip. I'm absolutely going to buy that coin. Why wouldn't I put trust in a, you know, Zimbabwean fiscal system? Mm. <laughs> Yo.
1: <laughs> Guys. You It's a joke. It's a joke. Hi, right.
4: Dan, can you hear this? I can hear it. <laughs>
0: Nice mm. We Look forward to the release We look forward to the release Alright keeping, mm. the, keeping mm. the momentum of the show going forward Let's talk about uh, our last episode which was two weeks ago Our apologies guys um, Yeah last week was, uh, was tricky uh, We decided to take the week off after there were some technical difficulties <coughs> And then both of us were unavailable mm-hmm. to record on later dates So yeah Apologies for that. But we're back and we're going to give you a bump episode today. Bump up in terms mm-hmm. and of And we're going to make up for lost time. Yeah. Make up for lost time. In terms, yeah. In yeah. T- in terms of quality, if not quantity. I mean, I'm just saying. Because I'm sick. And consistently. Um, but yeah, quality. that was the episode 300 Jubilee Extravaganza episode. Big shout out to all our patrons who joined us. Um, big shout out to all the, I mean, 300 episodes is no mean feat. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey
4: it's mm.
0: impressive. And we could only have done it with your support. Thank you to everyone who subscribed to Patreon because of the 300 episodes. Dan, what does does mean
1: feat mean like the mean number of achievements or does it mean an angry
0: feat? Mean as in the mean distribution, new as in easy task. A mean task is an easy task, a mean feat.
1: Mean I've never heard of that. Mean?
0: Yeah, it's you know, it's like it's like like not having so to expend mean, too much energy. I'm lying, guys. I don't know. Don't listen to me. Uh, mean feet. What does it mean?
1: What does it mean? Because about Okay, there's a few definitions. One is obviously intend to convey, indicate. I mean to say this, right? Um, the second one is have a consequence or result. The proposals are likely to mean. Okay. Yes. Yes. No. Yes, not yes. that
0: man. Okay, etymology. To
1: have. Mm, okay.
0: English is such a stupid language, bruh. It's actually. Ridiculous. How can
1: one word have seventeen different different meanings? Look, there's another one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna find. Uh, no mean feet. Why does it seem like there's no one who knows where it came from? So, unwilling
1: to share things mean yes, much like our reserve bank. Then mean the value obtained by dividing the sum of several quantities. That's what I thought, like the average distribution. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. ten.
0: okay, there we go. An out-of-date usage of the word mean was small in the sense of stingy. So, as opposed to unkind, you know that it is used for now. Mm. So, no mean feat implies it was not a stingy effort.
1: So why haven't we updated it to say it was not us like
0: English is weird. Such to, be, a weird to, to be fair, Phil, it's only old people that keep saying stuff like no mean feet. I, I, have you seen and it you. on a TikTok recently or nah? It will die out old, with us. Old people Phillip. and you. It will, old people it, and you. It will die out with us, Philip. It will die out with us. But yeah, shout out to mm. you. Please, please subscribe to our Patreon so we can keep the podcast going. All right. We got stuff to talk about. We've got stuff to talk about. Let me, uh, let me start with my experience this past weekend, Philip. The reason I'm unwell mm. is because I may have uh, overdone things. Um, overdone things or super spread? You, you started just spreading for everybody. You know, on, on Saturday, um, we had a, I, I hosted a, a market day event that was happening at Avondale Flea Market. The whole idea is Avondale Flea Market suffered just like many other places during COVID. And now that things are opening up, people are not coming to the market anymore. And all the people that sell stuff, they were struggling. So the idea was like, let's have an event just to let people know that it's open again. Gemma was performing. Uh, Tanny Swiss combines with this guy called Wow Ray. And together they call themselves um, Skyroot. And they do this really cool.
1: Is, is, that, is that the dude that plays the, the, the marimba?
0: Exactly. It's like marimba and DJ. Oh, yeah. And it's so dope. Man. It's like dope, 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 dope. It's like marimba plus there's sort of percussion elements mixed in with the marimba. It's just dope. It's really dope, and uh, yeah, it was it was a dope vibe. Um, yeah, people came through; it was dope. I, I I hope it did what it was supposed to do for the for the Avondale, but flea market. But straight from there, I went to Unplugged. Mm-hmm. Now I was very tired, but I figured, you know what? This is their first Unplugged back. Plus, Phil is obviously going to be there. I don't want to let him down, you know. So when I get there, I'll just find mm. him, Coco, and then we'll just link up, and then we'll review Unplugged together. To my mm. Green, mm. where were you, Philip? Where are you?
1: I it all?
0: You see, Dan, I'm not, I'm not going to
1: lie to you. Let, let, let me let me be honest with the listeners. You know. <laughs> Zimbabwe ruwaza, and I've said this before, Philip. <laughs> I've long lived. I've long lived by a mantra that I'm sure you're familiar with, Dan. If if I cannot afford to go out, guess what I'll be talking to Dan, So as you know, Dan, unplugged happened to fall on the first weekend of July, which means I was just straight out of month-end bills. And as you know, Dan, salaries had to be paid, rent had to be paid and the like and this, so forth. And after all those payments, I think I was down to like $50, $50. So I was like, you know what, I probably still am going to go. I probably still am going to go. And then that morning, yes, I went. And then I tried to turn on the, the gas stove and the gas stove wasn't turning on. <laughs> and it costs $45 to refill the gas cylinder for my gas stove. So I was like, you know, universe, I've taken the hint. I'm going to get me some gas, boil me some water for a bucket bath and keep my ass at home.
0: But Philip, Philip, we agreed. We agreed that.
2: And we're back outside. We said you outside, but you ain't that outside. Worldwide hoodie with the mask outside.
0: We agreed, Philip.
1: But, but I knew you were covering for me. You had my back.
0: Well, I was very tired. Um, but I did make it Unplugged. So let me give a little bit of backstory. <clears throat> for those of you who perhaps uh, have not had the privilege of uh, living in a functional Zimbabwe like we live in now, Unplugged was mm. a great escape for many people. Um, there, was always, there was always this byword that there's a certain group of Zimbabweans that don't get involved in anything in Zimbabwe. You know, the, like the bad baddies, you know what I'm saying? Like the bad, mm-hmm. bad baddies and the, the 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 North of Samorites, you know, like the super, no, their entertainment is catching a quick flight to Joburg or Cape Town or Mauritius or something. But Unplugged was the one thing that they would go to. You'd see people at Unplugged that you wouldn't see anywhere else. Mm-hmm. It developed a little bit of a reputation, you know, especially for a young single man back in the day. I was like, yeah, that's where you go find the baddies. Or you know, I'm sure the young single women felt the same, and uh, and that was because it was the concept behind it was it's going to be somewhere remote, typically a picturesque, beautiful space. There's lots of room. It's not going to be super packed. You can bring your picnic blankets and your cooler box and whatever, whatever. And there'll be some some really dope, like like acoustic, mostly acoustic acts. Of course, with time, it grew bigger and more people started attending, and there were higher profile acts that started coming, a little bit of a mixture of both, and so on. Um, But it was typically like a very highly respected um, event. Uh, Eventually, the ladies who started Unplugged, shout out to Chiedza and Alina, they decided to pivot it from a, I think it was a bi monthly, or like once every two months event, they decided to pivot it into a festival where because it was uh, so much stress and so on. And they were like, we need to get bigger artists and it's pricier. And you know, various other reasons that they had, they decided that it's going to happen maybe like three or four times a year and they're going to make it much bigger. It'll be unplugged festival where they actually have, you know, multiple big acts that are going to come through and it'll be a big deal. In fact, shortly before they stopped doing unplugged, um, the one that was sponsored by Coca-Cola, remember, I think they brought Shekinah and it was like, I think they had like 9,000 people or something.
1: That was that was the year before the last one because even after that they brought K G and Buzizi. Then there was one more after that. I'm trying to remember who the act was. But yeah. That was towards the end, but there were there were there were at least two, maybe three other unplugs after that one. Oh, then there was the Kuli Chana one, which was yes, after yes, 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 that
0: was the Kulichana So
1: there Yeah, there were quite a few afterwards.
0: So long story short, here's this really dope event that started getting a little bit bigger. I think a lot of people started, like the initial people that first come because it was a small event, now felt like, ah, it's a little too big now. But other people felt like it was really dope because it was now like a whole thing, you know? And it was a regular thing. People were always waiting for when's the next announcement. It almost didn't matter who the artist was. They could announce anyone and they'd still have a really dope Unplugged. When I knew Unplugged was dope is when they revealed Winky D as a a surprise act. Do you realize... People are hiring Winky D so that numbers come to the event. Unplugged was like, nah, it's going to be a surprise act. We don't want people to know that he's going to be there. I was like, yo, Mm -hmm. you you guys, this is dope. Anyway, they stopped. It was actually before COVID. They stopped for a while. Um, Obviously, throughout COVID, we had no events. So it's been three years since there was an Unplugged. So here we are like, are people still going to remember Unplugged for what it was? Is there still that brand recognition or the excitement for what it was? Remember, this was something that was happening every couple of months to silence for three, three whole years. Um, not only that, it's in winter. The location was Rylands Farm, a, a, a location that had never been used for an event to my knowledge that I know of, um, which is also pretty far out. And, you know, like, will people turn up? The tickets had gone up. I mean, inflation, you were going to be buying tickets for 20 bucks at the gate, $10 in advance. Um, and the main act was Sunel Musician. Absolutely an incredible act. But I don't know if he would ever be termed a crowd puller in Zimbabwe, but definitely a dope like act, you know, to add to any event.
1: So I'm sure they were, you but, know, yeah. But Unplugged is bigger than the artist. Unplugged doesn't yeah. need a
0: major crowd puller. So because that's people what people are just going to unplugged. Absolutely. That's what it used to be. And the question was, would that's it still what it be the still same? Is. Would it still be the same? Because I mean, three years off, just ask our, our queen Shasha, you know, just take some time off and then. Nah,
1: that different thing. But because also the, the, the demographic that unplugged is servicing, who's servicing that demographic. There's no events that service that. So you've got Fiesta, which is doing incredible numbers, but Fiesta's for the kids. Yeah. Right. Um, Actually now I'm running out of events to name. That's how bad things are. You've got the events that Jason does, which are for a very specific demographic.
0: The graphic, yeah, demographic. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you got to have those. Um, obviously, Zim dancehall events and so forth. You got like the hip hop unleashed tours and all that stuff. Totally different demographic. Not so the the demographic that you've described. The bad bads. The, the the people in their mid thirties, early forties, who just wanna. You know, have a uh, go out with the family, see some acts, chill out, have a beer, maybe have some, some food, go back home, that type of thing. Outside of the occasional food fair or the Saint John's Fest or something like that. They, they really don't have any events catering to them.
0: I, I would so say So it was yeah, wide open. Even even the even the like the mid to late twenties, early thirties, um mid to upper class <clears throat> group of people, you know, who who I mean they might go to a burner boy, but uh I don't know if I, I'm not gonna go to Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna go to Young Stunner. There's my phone will be at risk, you know? Um They yeah, you're right, they don't have an event. So I mean things were great. They were Prime for Unplugged, they also partnered with our radio station, you know, so we I'm sure we helped them really push their numbers and things went great. I was actually quite excited. I don't know if it was a glitch or something, but our logo got stuck behind Sun El Musician for a long period. It was just it's, it's, Serendipity, I tell you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I arrived. Uh, oh, scheduled to perform, by the way. The announcement was made uh, before the, the the event. Obviously, what the scheduled to perform where? Um, Shashal, Fusion Five Manguiro, uh, mm-hmm. ASF Takura, and Sunel musician, as well as various DJs, uh, DJ Rimo and TK Beats, who's a, a regular at Unplugged. Shashul was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, frankly, how did she do? How, 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 how she... I, I was not there, but I will say what other people said. So I, I arrived. Remember, I had another event. So I only arrived at the venue probably around seven-ish. Um, Unplugged starts at two. You know, it's an afternoon. Bring your family out, blah, 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 blah. So Shashul probably performed at like four or five, I think. Um, we've not... Apart from a couple of songs that she's released with levels, which were kind of gimmick songs, but I don't think any of them were necessarily big hits or doesn't even have to be big hits. Like people like legit listen to them. You know what I mean? And apart from a couple of R and B joints and like Afro pop songs that she did, for example, on, on um, uh, Pungwe sessions. Uh, by the way, I, I like her R and B songs from back in the day. Mm-hmm. I think they're dope. And, of course, the song on on Pungwe Sessions is a fave of many, a fave of many. But, of course, she's gone down the street (laughs) doing Chill Spot Rhythm Records and din, 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 Which has gotten her more numbers. But I don't believe it's a strength. But, you know, everyone makes their own decision. I mean, I just have my opinions. I don't think I've seen anything where Shashal is performing to a big crowd. I've seen a couple of appearance posters and stuff like that. But I don't think I've ever seen, I've seen an event where she's performing. To a significant group, so I wonder mm-hmm. if this was her first performance. Anyway, there are reports that I heard from many. No, people No, she
1: she's been on a few um, posters. Um, uh, sh- but even when I've yeah, seen yeah, her uh, on posters that, Phil, to be she's fair, been, she's been on at big. At, uh, she's been on the lineup for big events. Um, that's what I, I'll tell you more off air. But it's not not a secret. She's she's been on the lineup. She she's she, she's been.
0: Whenever I've seen her on the lineup, it's always looked to me like it was an appearance or a host or a you know never performance. But I don't no, know.
4: She she's she's done a few.
0: I think
1: she might also be at this uh, this this um, event that Rockford is doing in
0: Jitunguiza. Mm, nice. Because she, she was part of the, uh, the last one. Is she not at Hilary Makaya's launch, where they're bringing uh, Bushle Bushle and Chico? That's next okay. week, eh?
1: Yeah, I, I can't wait to, to see Chico perform one song.
0: Oh,
4: sorry.
1: And one song only. <laughs> We're going to ride out to one song and one song only. God
0: damn, Yeah And then, bye. I, it will be a bang of a song, though. I mean, he can repeat it. I think he'll get a solid 10 minutes out of it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe even 12 minutes. Do the dance. Bring some people on to do the dance, you know. It'll be dope. <laughs> Anyway, so anyway, I didn't see Shashel's performance. But from a couple of people that I spoke to when I arrived, it wasn't great. It, um, but obviously, I never saw it. I can't speak in, 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 from a first-person perspective. Uh, I, I'm sad that I missed Fusion 5. Apparently, Fusion, Fusion 5 were incredible. And I think they're a dope band. I, I, I love their music. Mm-hmm. I've seen them live a couple of times. I think they're incredible. So I'm sad that I missed them. But I arrived at the beginning of Asaf's set. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was another surprise to me. There were two hip-hop acts unplugged, which I was like, oh, okay. Cool. I mean, it's not like they've never done it before, but it's nice. It's, you know, it's like a nice, uh nice, you know. So ASAF came on. I'm a big fan of ASAF. Anyone who's listened to this podcast will know we love ASAF. Whenever ASAF drops a new song, we uh, you know we're always on, we're always talking about his career, we're always discussing and whatever, whatever. Uh, we've had him on the podcast a couple of times before. Huge fan of ASAF. Um his his performance was good but there's some gaps that he can work on. One thing is I, I hate when an, a rapper or hip hop act comes on stage with a hype man and the hype man spends the whole time just shouting in the mic. Like obviously the hype I, I don't know if you're going to have like a, a routine where he intros you or he's, you know, he's just uh, accentuate. Cause I mean, you got ad libs in hip hop songs, right? And if you're performing live, you want someone to be doing the ad libs or underlining like the, the powerful uh, drops or, you know, call and response or whatever the case is. But I, I feel like so many times when I've seen hip hop acts in Zim and in many other places, actually, in, in, in SA, um, whenever there's a hip hop act and they hype man, the hype man is just shouting and shouting and shouting and they're both just shouting on stage. And it, sometimes it's, it will take like a good 30 seconds to an, a minute before you realize what song is being sung. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I kind of got that vibe. So I don't know. I would love for him to like tighten the act. But it was still good. I still enjoyed, you know. I enjoyed recognizing the songs that were coming on, and uh, so there's a. So, so you
1: play, you play, you enjoyed playing a little game of beat Shazam. Is that, is that what you're saying? No, little, I mean a little game of
0: of audio of audio pictionary. No, no, I mean there were just a couple of times where you're like, what song is he singing? And it's because the hype man is shouting and shouting, and mm. eventually you finally so hear did, what the song is. <clears throat> so, did you see the dogs' comments then? I did. So. Here's some background. And I'm, I'm, I'm doing this because I know you guys don't pay enough attention to Zimbabwean music. So one of Asaf's most famous songs is, let me Let me pull it up for you so you can listen to it. Said it don't sound like a city, though. Why is Mambo not on streaming services? My goodness. Really? Hey, sh- ah, we've got it. No, to- when, when you say streaming services, do you just mean YouTube? No, no, I was on Apple Music. <clears throat> well, we've got a lot of work to do w- So this song <laughs> Wait, it, it really is not on streaming? What the hell's going on here? They
2: say it don't sound like the city dog Yeah, yeah They say it don't sound like the city dog But if you play it in your hundred feet I swear it be the sound of the city dog I, can only give you
0: I would say this was one of one of his breakout hits. Uh, he's had a couple. Uh, this was one of them. Made to the top of some charts. And a big part of it, of course, was the hook. I'm gonna I'm gonna fast forward to the hook so you hear it. Check it out.
2: I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm I'm not be able to i do
0: So that hook there, big hook, big song was a huge tune. Obviously, ASAF was gonna perform it during his set. Um, so yeah, so the dog is uh he's a he's a, a hip hop act himself. I think he's from Blowo and uh he he handles that hook. He tweeted <laughs> let me actually read the exact tweet because <laughs> uh yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on, guys? What's going on in these streets? Hanzi. Hey, people, let's respect each other. And someone does my hook is disrespectful. Mm. So obviously what happened is, I can't remember who did the hook. Someone else was on stage. Someone else performed the hook. I don't know. I can't remember who did the hook for. Maybe, who cares? Maybe maybe it was his hype man. I don't know. So he obviously did the song. Someone <clears throat> else did the hook. I, I don't get this. I mean, who cares if, Who cares? It if, if it was ASAP's Taxi Driver? This, this is, is such a bad take, all right? Imagine you have 10 songs with 10 different hooks, with different artists on the hooks. So you must bring that artist up to perform the hooks of those songs because it's disrespectful. Come on, man. Be serious. People do that all over the world. In fact, I want to tweet on this. Let me tweet on the dog's tweet himself. I'm disappointed I wasn't invited, which is fair.
1: No, dude, what, what nonsense is that? Also, just because you did the hook, that means every time I perform, I must go with you.
0: It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. <coughs> Let me see what people said to him. Uh, why, do we, Dan, why do we care? Dan, why Why, why do
1: we... Are, are, are we now tabloid blogs no, that just curious just tweets?
0: I mean, this is interesting. Um, yeah, well, exactly the same things that we're saying are what people were saying to him in his tweets. So it's fine. He's already heard it. Mm. That's fine. But yeah, so uh, Asaf was—he was cool, but I—I I, I want him to tighten up his performance. I think he can be much better. Obviously, it will come with time and it will come with uh, practice and so on. But come through, Asaf. You're now on the big stage in the big leagues, my man. Let's see that. Uh, let's see that improve improvement. But it was a dope show nonetheless. Then uh, after that was Takura. Takura. Takura is big in Zim, yo. Mm. Even people who don't follow Zim music like Takura. And, mm-hmm. and I have to give him his props. Sometimes we forget because he, he's, right now he's putting music out so far and you know so few and far between. But my man's got the streets on lock. The women were screaming. Someone threw a bra on stage. We need to stop doing this, guys. <laughs> um, no, I love
1: it. Throw the bras. He, why, why, why should they stop then?
0: Like it's it's it, not every time. All right.
1: No, yeah. no, 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 no. Do it every time. I want every time. I am, of, I'm a firm believer that artists need to be appreciated in any manner, shape or form. Women that throw their bras uh, from, from those people that retweet and like and purchase music all the way up to even those that stay to, to, to try catch them backstage or maybe go back to the hotel room. They are pivotal cogs in the music industry. They are the lubricant that keeps the creative juices flowing. ladies, Keep at it.
0: And as Gents we as two. we heard, Philip, as we heard in an upcoming episode of Mental Wellness <laughs> Mondays, wetter is better. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, his performance was dope. And the thing is, Takuda has hits. You know what I mean? And he was doing the, the kind of mm. thing you expect from an artist with hits. Where you start doing the song and the crowd is finishing the song for you. You know what I mean? Mm. Start doing the mm. song, the crowd finishes the song for you. It was dope. It was a nice vibe. I was right there in the crowd, in the midst. Vibing to Takura was really nice. Shout out to Takura. His his performance was dope. As always, the only, the only thing I would, you know, I, I don't know if, I don't know if I should criticize because everyone has a different style, but you know, Takura, he's got like, uh, like, you know, ballads and love jams and like vibey songs and stuff, right? Then he's also got a couple of like turn up songs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, he was so dope on all the, on the vibey songs and the love songs and the songs for the ladies, but the way in the turn turn up songs, he's kind of got like low energy. You know what I mean? Hmm. But the song is dope and everyone's vibing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just his style. He's more chilled and whatever, but still dope performance. Mm. And of course, Sun El Musician came through. Sun El Musician just, just started playing melodies and it was lovely. Oh, it was great. It was great. Um, yeah, overall, very enjoyable. The place was packed. Um, It was dark, so I couldn't estimate how many people were there, but I know when I arrived, the car park was full. Um, um, I was able, of course, to get into the chill zone area. (laughs) But I I didn't spend my time there. I actually spent my time like in front because the chill zone area is sort of away from the stage. I was right in the midst in the crowd with my people. You Mm. know what I'm saying? Um, Mm, mm. Yeah, it was dope. Grasping your phone for dear life. I didn't even pay that much attention to it, but like, I just Mm. know I put my phone in my inner pocket anyway. So Um, overall, congratulations guys, successful unplugged. I didn't hear too many complaints. Uh, A few people I know, of course, some people may have drank too much or lost their phones and stuff, but on the, on the overall, I think most people would agree. It was very successful. It was a great time. The acts were great. Bah, the one we mentioned and the vibe was dope. And that's what Unplugged has always been about, the vibe. Um, Phil, I think it's one of the few events still left in Zim where we can still recognize people there. Remember when we went to Jamtree and you realize that we don't recognize anyone here? At least we recognize a few <laughs> a few people at Unplugged. You know, I saw the the, the usual squad. I saw our Tags there and what, what, what. It was dope. It was dope. Mm. Then that happened on Saturday night. Sunday morning, I was on a flight to Vic Falls, Philip. Um... Mm. Catching flights, some, not feelings. Yeah, yeah, you know how we do. You know how we do. Uh, if th- those of you who are keeping score, I had the, the Avondale Flea Market event, then unplugged. Sunday morning, I flew to Vic Falls. I was staying at the pristine Elephant Hills Hotel. That Sunday, this past Sunday was the Victoria Falls marathon. Yo, I've been, sp- I've been sleeping on how big that thing is. 3,500 mm-hmm. runners. 3,500 runners. People flew in from Kenya, Zambia, Gabon. Some people from Europe just to to run, you know, this marathon. It's apparently also a qualifying race for the Comrades Marathon in in South Africa. It's it's a pretty big deal. So people go all the way to Vic Falls. You know, they do all the activities, and then they run this marathon. So uh, it was on Sunday morning. After the marathon, there was what they called the Big Three concert, sponsored by Econet. Uh, the Big Three in this case were Prazer, Winky D, and Amara Brown. And you already know the reasoning that was obviously used. We've got to have the biggest artists, but we need gender balance. Um, (laughs) So who performed first? Amara first. Jaapraise the second. Mm -hmm. Winky D last. interesting. No delays, no complaints, no problems. (laughs) So I was asked to host the event. I was hosting it alongside Nikki and Temba. So there were three hosts. Um... The event was supposed to start at four with Judgment Yard, which in my opinion, like you don't start with Judgment Yard, you know what I mean? Because after Judgment Yard, you had a couple of almost acoustic acts. Do you remember that kid we once Mm -hmm. spoke about, Phil? Remember he had that, that virals, uh, when he was singing viral, he was from Vic Falls. Do you remember like months ago? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I saw you go. I saw you was on the lineup. Yeah. He was on the lineup and they love him that side, yo. Like, he's a big one. Like, I was like, yeah, my yeah. man. Because I was a bit worried because he was coming up after Judgment Yard. And it's like, energy and hey, And he's just a kid, you know? Ah, but he came on and he owned that crowd and they loved him. They lo- I mean, even announcing him, they screamed for him. And he's a kid. He's a kid. But uh, no. Mm. Shout out to him, man. That was really dope to see. Um, what else was there? Oh, yeah. And then uh, Jembe Monks. Dope. Uh, you see, again, I think people don't know Jimba Monks. So they get like kind of frisky and then they come on and then they start off with like, they normally start off with like deep house vibes. And you know, people are thinking we're here for Winky D and Ja Praiser. But very quickly, the drums and the whatever start mixing with the house and it's like, okay, 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 okay. And then uh, by then, by the time they started playing, um, I can't even remember what songs they were playing. But anyway, by the time they finished that, uh, people were loving them, eating it up and all that. And then uh, then ja Praiser, no, then Amara Brown came on. Again, I think because Amara has been quiet for so long and hasn't released music and the last few songs she's been released were songs by Brief, I think we forget. Amara Brown is, first of all, loved. And secondly, she's an incredible performer. And I'm sure she's, you know, she's probably lacking match fitness, uh, hasn't performed in a while because we haven't seen Amara on a lineup in a while. And uh, hasn't put out any music in a while as well while she's doing her other things. But she killed it. She killed it. I'll, very quickly, I was like, man, this person performs. And, again, the people loved her. Singing along to her songs. Even songs that I didn't know people were singing along. As I know of the existence of them, just not the words. And, you know, <laughs> a- and, you know afterwards they're all rushing her to try and get selfies and all of that. And she's, you know, doing her best to try and accommodate people and whatever. It's just... it's just so apparent to me, the biases I have in my head, which is we haven't heard much from Amara in the past three years. So she's probably not that big a deal anymore. She still is. All she has to do is just drop a song. Dan, you
1: see why I've been telling us we need to be what?
0: Funny. You should say that, Phil funny. You should say that. And then of course, Japraza came on, did his thing, killed it as usual. Winky D came on, killed it as usual. Uh, I think uh, yeah, I think Vic Falls was very happy. It helps that it was a very also engaged audience. I think most of the people there were people who were like flew in. Of course, there were some of the local you know Vic Falls residents and so on, but a lot of people were people that flew in. Was it, was it free entry or you had to pay again? To free entry, yeah. Oh okay, free entry. But it was at Elephant Hills, you know what I mean. So it's not like easily accessible to everyone. But mm. but still, yeah. I mean, it was, and, and by the end of the night, it was quite packed successful again, really dope. People love Ja Prazer, People love Winky D, but hey, it's enough now, eh? Yo. Mm-hmm. I'm just, we're just about to be announcing more Ja Praiser, Winky D concerts. Ah, anyway, go man, and Dio. So that was my weekend. Um, so my voice really went because concerts are, concerts are another ball game. You know, there's a lot of shouting and screaming. I feel like I was even dancing in front of people. Imagine. It's bird. You dancing? Imagine, what? Imagine. Imagine. You know, cause you're, you're trying to hype up the crowd and whatnot. And you know, so Wait, like you're dancing on stage. Yeah. Ah, where's the video of this? Where's the video? <laughs> it's there on the Econet page.
4: <laughs> 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 I hope they played that. Cause,
0: cause you know, like there's a DJ during transitions, right? So you're trying to hype up the crowd and whatever. And then he drops a song. You don't mm. just stand on stage. I mean, you got to try and, ah, <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Um, Yeah. So that was my weekend. And then I flew back the next morning, early morning, and I was, I, I'm dead. I, I, exhausted. Oh, I had to take the Monday off, and even that wasn't enough. But yeah, so that was so my weekend very So why did you packed. spend the Sunday in Vic Falls? Um, because there was no flights. Uh, I think every, I, I spent Sunday in Vic Falls. I flew out Monday morning. So I flew in, I flew in Sunday morning and flew out Monday morning.
1: No, oh, sorry. Oh, so there were no flights on the Monday.
0: So there were flights on Monday, which is when I flew back, but there were no flights on Tuesday. There were no flights on Wednesday. I think the next flight was Thursday. And I was like, Wow. the funds now to stay until Thursday. I mean, one extra day would have been nice, but two, three days, ah, look. Zimbabwe are mm. right now. So. So.
3: Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. I hear you. I, Plaza, yeah, I, I took the Monday off, but I hadn't necessarily taken time off work. So I had to be back in time for work. So yeah, so that was my weekend. Those are the events that I attended and a review for all those of you who are wondering. I don't think there's much I can say about Japraise and Winky D. You've probably seen them live. If not, you've heard us talk about them. Their sets are good as usual. They do what they do. Mm. Yeah.
1: It sounds like you're saying their sets are adequate.
0: No, they no, no. They're like dope. But I mean, this we've seen it a million times. We've seen dope a million times. You know, you, mm-hmm. you're excited the first time afterwards. You're like, yeah, it was nice. And it was nice. They were good good performers as usual and people loved it. And I think especially like Vic Falls, um, you're you're maybe not going to see those artists as often. So, you know, for those who were there for that, it was great. And then for those who were there as runners, uh, I'm sure there were a lot of people from outside Zim who also got to appreciate Zim music. japeness mm. Speaking of acts, Philip, I don't know if you saw the... Oh! Oh!
3: Oh. Bobway, November 18th. Boss Rick Ross will be performing live. HICC. You better get your tickets right now. It's going to be the biggest performance the boss Rick Ross ever did. We're going to hold the bottles in a half, and I'm celebrating for you. You better get your tickets now. One time for the whole team. It's the biggest boss.
1: Have you signed the petition, Dad?
0: <laughs> I haven't signed the. Okay. So there's two ways to look at this, right? <laughs> Let's start by looking at it from the public viewpoint, the, a general, normal <laughs> consumer of music. Rick Ross is coming to Zimbabwe <laughs> November 18th. HICC, very exciting. It's wild that that's exciting to Zim, but you know we don't we don't get a lot of stuff, dude, so everything's exciting. I don't think
1: once, once again, Dan, you don't. Rick Ross is still a big, big, freaking deal.
0: I know he's a big deal, but Dan, when this comes on. <laughs> oh.
3: Uh, you money fast on this side, nigga. Catch nigga. Catch, up, nigga, catch up, nigga. I think I'm Big Meeks. Huh? Larry Hoover, Whippin' and work. Hallelujah.
1: Ah, I'm Terry. I'm ter- I'm, ter- I'm gonna be like that dude that was above us at the last time we
3: did HSCC. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> me, bro. I'm gonna be back oh my God. Don't
0: get me wrong. I'm not saying this is not a big deal. This is a big deal. It's huge and. <laughs> It's just, I think we can all admit that Rick Ross has passed his prime. When he was at his peak was maybe like, let's say six, seven years ago. So that's the only blip, thing I'll blip, say, blip. but it's still a big so, deal to see him. Uh,
1: As someone who understands the imaginations of the in- industry every day and I'm what, hustling, what, 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 what Rick Ross hustling, is
4: doing.
3: Ah, dude. hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm I'm every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm
4: hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day
0: I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. I mean, I mean, I mean, come on, come on. It would be a big deal, but yes, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say,
1: to a certain degree, yes and no. His last album lyrically. So no, yeah, his last album was actually dope. The album before that, I, I, I gave it a skip. But Rick Ross, is, he, he's more of a businessman now. He, he's pushing ballet. He's pushing Wingstop. He's pushing his car shows. I'm not blaming so him music, or saying his music so, is not as good. So, I just mean. But yeah. it's the same thing as, it's like it's like 50 Cent. Right now, 50 Cent, it's been a long time since 50 Cent had a bona fide hit. But he's doing a sold out arena tour across Europe right now. Night after night, selling 20,000 seats, easy. And I think we need to start being okay with understanding that that, 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 is, that is a fine trajectory. You don't have to command a crowd and still be topping the charts. Your back catalog can, can, can hold you over. What I don't expect Rick Ross to do is perform songs from his new album and, and the audience to respond. But when he starts dropping off Port of Miami, when he starts dropping off Maybach music, when he stops dropping off Aston Martin music M-
0: and old M- 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 Maybach music.
1: It's going to, it's going to But anyway, we got to track it because once again, did you sign the petition? Yes, one.
0: Okay, wait, let me, let me, so let me just finish my point here. So I'm not saying, okay, how can I explain? I think the point I'm trying to get to is Zimbabwe wouldn't have been able to attract Rick Ross when he was at his highest peak. It's only now that he is... Line nah,
1: on that catalog. Uh, Dan, but, Dan, but you don't know what Boss Scott is doing. Boss Scott is making the
0: moves. But huh? that having Seven been said Seven tons of gold, then. Seven tons of gold moved in a year. What are you saying? That having been said, this is not a this is not a small show whatsoever. Obviously, this is a big deal that Rick Ross is coming. I mean, it was even in the news. Um Why wouldn't it be in the news? No, no, I mean as in like it wasn't just a, oh in arts news, like it was a main news story. Dan, <laughs> I found that but funny. Also,
1: Oh, but also, dead. Of course, it's going to be in the
0: news. You know why? Eh? Come on, yeah, 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 come on, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, but, yeah. yeah, it is. It is exciting. Uh, I look forward to the big boss being here, 18 November.
4: Oh. Uh, oh. Now, the
0: the, oh. the 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 big debate was obviously this is a huge show. I'm sure the tickets are going to be mad expensive, but they are probably going to be sold out real quick. Now, the big issue here is ooh, are going to be the acts surrounding Rick Ross. And that became a huge debate on social media. And the petition that Phil is referring to is, please don't let Winky D and Japreza open for for Rick Ross, (laughs) which I think any consumer of music would agree with in general. But Philip, as a a music consumer and not someone who has to plan or promote events, (laughs) who would you love to see at Rick Ross? Obviously Takura, you
1: just mentioned him. Absolutely. Takura's doing, Takura's doing numbers. We can, if ASAF is willing to, to tighten things up a little, maybe we get ASAF in there. Obviously Holy 10, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we can get, we can get St. Flo and friends. So we, I'm mean, sorry, we can get Holy 10 and friends. So St. Flo, Vaults, JT as well. Um, I, I think it's a little too early. Maybe Brian Jake comes on as part of someone else's. Just a quick, yeah, yeah you know, just, know what I mean. Just a quick
0: five, And five emojis rings off, eh? You know, so yeah, just a quick.
1: Yeah. Then you get
0: those already. Then you just need two to three hip hop DJs, and we are fine. We
1: are sorted for the night.
0: You say that, but remember, they need to maximize, guys. So Rick Ross is going to perform at midnight, dude.
1: So no, from seven then, pm, what, what,
0: Tienchi-san.
1: So. Okay. I, I get where you're coming from, but already within that if that's how you're thinking, I, I don't know. even I I'm, 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 I'm trying I'm, I'm trying to use my words carefully because as you know, Dan, we've now realized that a lot of people listen to this podcast, so we ought are, we are to be careful with our words. What I will say is that would be a, a massive oversight. Simply because you are you, you already have a constraint, you already have a a, a hard constraint within the capacity of HICC. So, if you violate and you cram it to the to the max, maybe eight thousand people. So you're already limited to eight thousand people, right? Do you think Rick Ross alone is going to sell eight thousand tickets? I think so. I would I would agree with you. Therefore, why would you then need to increase your headaches, increase your administrative problems, increase risk uh, points of failure? by adding a multitude of acts. You don't. You just need two or three good warm-up acts
0: and two DJs and you're done. Okay, so- You make your life easy. I'm I'm now thinking from the viewpoint of the promoter. Tapia, a consumer. I, I agree. The list that you gave, perfect. I would even throw Kiki Badass in there. Just, you know, hype the crowd out a little bit. You know, I think it'll be dope. But let's switch back now. As a promoter, Not only are you trying to sell out your tickets, which Rick Ross will probably sell out for you just fine, but you also want your consumers to be buying food and drinks from early until late.
1: Uh, Once again, you forget this is at HICC. Yes. So that changes the business dynamics completely because at HICC, who controls the bar? I don't know what the agreement is behind the scenes. No, 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 Dan. At
0: HICC, we know this. There's, there's certain things we can talk about, Dan. This, is, this, is, this yeah. isn't a massive of, of thing. Course, of we course. know for a fact. No, but but that's not a given. That's not written in stone. No, it, it, it is to a certain degree. Because now, as at HICC,
1: right, if I'm now Rainbow Towers and I'm, I'm management, let's, let's say obviously you have limited control about certain things for, for, for obvious reasons. And that's another thing. You know, damn it, Dan You are baiting ac- mm-hmm. Ooh, I- mm-hmm. Dan, we, we, we know bar revenue is a the priority ride. They don't give up. Salute. <laughs> bar revenue is not even a concern, Dan we, So why are we discussing this?
3: <laughs>
0: I, I like Drake's verse on this song
1: Mm. so then we know we know bar revenue we know catering is not a priority it's it's not it, it, it's barely con- considered as a metric for this event so why are we even
0: discussing this oh, but okay we, okay wait 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 this is where I would beg to differ Okay, so <clears throat> what Phil is referring to is the people who are likely behind this event have deep enough pockets that they're going to pay Rick Ross outright they'll probably make some money back on tickets maybe all of their money back who knows
1: they are, not haggling, they, are, they are not going to Rainbow Towers and sitting for hours haggling over percentages of bar revenue and concessions and the, the damn window.
0: I agree with you. But for, for, for argument's sake, I, I know the people who are involved in this, by the way. And funny enough, we've had a, a, a very surface conversation. They are very interested in bar revenue. They are very, in fact, um, I think it is very likely that they would drop a bigger bag just to control bar revenue. For multiple reasons, Philip, which we are all Mm. generally familiar with. Mm -hmm. But whatever the case is, it's still in the interest of either the, the people who are in charge of the bar or the people who are getting a percentage of the bar or whatever the case is to have people there as long as possible. By the way, if you're wondering why the main act always comes on at freaking 1 a.m., that's so annoying, we just want to listen and go home by 10, that's the reason why. So that you stay longer and you buy more drinks and you buy more food. That's why there's always so many opening acts. So I would be I would love it, I would be very happy if it was just one, two, three opening acts and Rick Ross. I wish that was the case. But I suspect that that's not going to be the case. I suspect they are going to have a long list of opening acts, starting with, you know, some of the smaller hip hop acts at the beginning and then continuing continuing continuing. Another reason that we might expect ja Praiser and Winky D as per usual <laughs> at these events. Well, well, one of them
1: definitely. That one, hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, it depends. Maybe. Audible.
1: So uh, I've got a question. But yeah um, let me finish your point, then I'm gonna ask this question. Because I've been it, I've
0: been wondering about it for a while now. I, I believe there is a long term contract with both or one of those acts for multiple events going forward. So I think these things have already been paid for or are being paid for in a particular way. So it's it's one of those if we don't bring Ja Tanyura or if we don't bring Winky D Tanyura. So may as well just bring him. I feel like that's what a lot of the reasoning will be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but
1: hey, so 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 my question is: we've noticed the sentiment because this isn't just like an isolated Twitter thing; it's now yeah. a WhatsApp, Facebook,
0: yeah, yeah. Which controls the control So
1: now I'm like, and I've I've actually been wondering this for a while. Is When you become so overexposed and it's almost like you're now being forced upon the consumer because we're here to see Burner Boy. Yeah. We'll accept a downsole opener, but you, Mm -hmm. some consumers, iffy. Mm. You're constantly being pegged against Winky. It's now a running joke that if this dude's performing, more than likely, uh, or if any big act is coming through, he's going to be the opening act. And now consumers are now even like, yo, you know what I mean? We love you. You're dope, but how long do you think it's going to be? Or do you think it's ever going to come to a point where he opens up for an act that he's ill suited
0: to open up for and the crowd turns on him? So something that's probably worth mentioning here is that, We say it all the time. Twitter is not real life. Twitter is, I would say that for the most part, I mean, it's not true all across the board, but for the most part, those on Twitter are, um, a little bit more exposed to the world, um, probably have more refined tastes, maybe in Zim that is, um, than the typical Facebook Mm -hmm. audience. (laughs) Wow. Dan. Wow. Wow. So, you know, a sentiment that would trend with a hundred retweets on Twitter may not necessarily be the situation. Like, So, by the way, after the announcement was made, I was listening to you on radio. That that conversation actually became a radio conversation. Who do you think should open mm. for Rock, Rick Ross? And people were sending in voice notes and messages and whatever. And the number of people who, just like, yeah, obviously, Winky D&J appraiser. I was like, ah, uh-uh. Just like, yeah, obvious. But, uh, um, go to oh, chichi, ah, Enzo, Aisha, ya. You know, that like that's how people are thinking. Um, are those,
1: but are those but are those people that were sending those voice notes? Are they gonna be at the show? That's that, a, that's a that's yeah. about to, because the perp, the person that's engaging yeah. with the radio conversation are they also going to be the people who are going to be at the show? Particularly the paying customer because there are people who are going to sneak their way in regardless, mm. right? Yeah. But the paying customer, the person who's going to buy a ticket, who's going to buy from the bar who's going to actually add to the bottom line of this event. Are they the ones who are okay with that lineup you just gave?
0: Valid point. Valid point. The people who are attending, where would they fall? But time and time again, we've been shown that as much as we might clown Ja for example, for being an opening act for every, every international act, there's a reason he keeps getting booked. And we know one of the reasons, but th- some of the other reasons are that he is genuinely loved by a lot of people. Like they but love. Do those people genre. love Rick Ross? Huh?
1: Do those people love Rick Ross?
0: Do those people know BMF? I, you know what I think, Philip? I think the biggest concert that could ever happen in Zimbabwe, apart from like even probably even bigger than that, like uh, you, the days of on a Wayne and stuff. Zimbabwe mm-hmm. loves those. And I'm talking about across all, all like people love on a little Rick Ross, TI, that kind of vibe. So, mm-hmm. I mean, wherever you're going, there, there's probably a big intersection between ja Prazer fans and Rick Ross fans. But, all I, I'm simply bringing that up to say, as much as it's ludicrous to you and me to put Jopreza ja on an opening act for Rick Ross.
1: <laughs> I get I think, it. I said you did the ludicrous. I see what you did there. Yeah.
0: There's a huge section, probably, of Zimbabweans who who would think that obviously. I mean, bonus, I get to see both Jaap and Rick Ross. Yay me!
1: <laughs> Yo, that, that's a, that's a wild thought. Can you imagine if someone brought Lil Wayne? GI? you <laughs> know what I mean. Like, <laughs> like ludicrous. The, the best of the South, the best of the 2000 Southern rappers, and then opening up. <laughs> 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 Yeah <laughs> uh, I know that day I don't like Keen, I love you, man. Keen, you my you my dog, I love you. <laughs> but Ja, I love you. Ah, <laughs> uh, but that day, ah don't like just say you're not uh, available.
0: Just say, just say.
1: I'll be there with the tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, th- those are my niggas, but ah, uh, that day. <laughs> yo <laughs> what about what about wiki d huh no uh, no i won't be i won't be as upset i won't be vibing though i'll be like come on man
0: i agree like it, it's come a little on, bit now. closer because you know Danso <laughs> it's a little bit closer but still nah come on maybe Nati come on, O because i mean he's got like the little bit of the the urban you know cool <clears throat> Now, even even
1: with Nati, I'll be like, it's it'll be an ill fit, but it's also because Nat, there's still the novelty of Nati. Yeah. So Nati still has novelty on his side. But even then, I'll be like, ah guys, <laughs> guys money.
0: A... <laughs> I can't wait for the announcements. It's gonna be great. I love it, it's gonna be great. Mom <laughs> <laughs> went straight
1: to Facebook that <laughs> day. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> what a song!
2: you
1: want to go.
2: Just Running in the morning. This is how we do it. All night, all night. <laughs>
0: What what could have been, you know, if someone didn't get canceled there? Which is your favorite Maybach music, Philip? There's
1: uh, the first one with Jay Z. One with the, it's three. The one with Jay Z, Ti,
0: John Legend. Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The one. Yeah, that's a good one with John Legend. Hmm. What about the one with Lil Wayne and Kanye West? Then I gave you the answer. <laughs> I think that's a good one as well. Ooh, then there's the one with Jada Kiss. That's the one you're talking about, right? Jadakiss and T.I. No,
1: no, no. There's the one with T.I.,
0: John Legend, and Jay-Z. Okay, Anyway. So we look forward to the biggest balls. Uh let's go through some gaga 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 ga stories. Um hey Zimbabwe has some weird monetary policy issues going on.
1: Ah guys we're tired. We can't keep inviting Ranga every every month we must call Ranga to understand what that's every month like yo what's happening? Ah
0: Long story short, U.S. dollar is now legal tender, but it's illegal to have a rate more than ten percent either way of the official bank rate. Uh, and ZIM is about to become a mess. And then there's an introduction of gold coins as a way to store value because they recognize. You know, you're worried about your ZIM dollar losing value. Instead of buying U.S. dollar, buy gold coins.
1: Then mm-hmm. are you are you investing in in, in those?
0: So here's the thing. You're going to be able to buy gold coins both in Zim dollar and in US dollar. Obviously, if there's an official rate and a black market rate, we now see an obvious arbitrage opportunity. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, but we, we
0: go back to Jacarongeka then. Jacarongeka. Davido has signed a managerial partnership with Laverne.
1: That, 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 that's a big deal. That's a big deal. If, if you know who Love Revolution are, uh, LLVRN, Summer Walker, um, uh, Six Lack, as I like to call him. <laughs> <laughs> Ari Lennox. So they've been making moves. Justice has been doing a lot of stuff. In fact, Justice is also, he's managing rappers now as well.
0: Justice is doing a lot of management right now. So so but when when we say guys that. guys are really cheerio. plugged into the urban market. Oh. Uh. When we say managerial, what does that mean?
1: Well, I, I think they're just gonna be plugging you into a manager is supposed to help you with the strategy, help you execute users' networks to get you places, get you shows, get you on radio, ETC, ETC. So um obviously they're they're not taking over from the plug in ASA, Seeker, but You'll find that in, in in with a lot of artists, especially artists that are breaking out internationally, they tend to have different managers for different regions. Um, Dan, you saw an email when we were trying to uh, get an artist here, a performer here, where the American manager was like, yo, we don't handle Africa. You got to holler at him yourself. It's because certain managers have networks in certain areas and they don't have networks in others. So this is this is an admission that, yo, know, the plug can only take you so far to get to the next level, work with these guys. And considering what Burner Boy has been able to do in very short time with an internal management team but but supported heavily by the label and you see what he's doing overseas um, and we'll, we've got more, more, more from, from Burner later on, I think this is really good for DeVito. And for a couple of years now, I've been saying it, is probably the, the hardest working and i hate the, the term but afro beats slash afro pop artist his work rate is ridiculous it's almost like every week he's either featuring on a song or he's dropping a song <clears throat> and i was going through like um i've got an app called day one where like it logs all my journal i journal it, but it also logs all my tweets and a year ago a few days ago davido dropped the song with conscience and i was like i was trying to remember yo i don't even remember the song Then I I went to play the video and I was like, oh, I do remember the song that boom, 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 boom. But that's Davido's work rate. Davido's work rate is ridiculous. So I think this is only going to help him. If he could only fix his voice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he needs to fix his voice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we move on. Um, There were reports that Strive Masiwa was going to take over Supersport United, a football team in South Mm. Africa. Um, Strive Masiwa is the richest man from Zimbabwe I, I don't say I, I don't want to say in Zimbabwe because I don't think my man lives here but uh, no, has no has he
1: moved seven tons of gold Psh, has he brought has he brought Rick Ross to Zimbabwe no
0: so the reason I, I mean normally I wouldn't comment on this but the reason I wanted to bring it up is because I saw so many takes from people saying why is he buying a South African club when there's so many local clubs that need investment
1: then we're, we're saying these things these people would comment since
0: these are conversations on Twitter.
1: Now ah, so people don't in. Thank you.
0: I want. I wanted to say. Oh, first of all, um, it's probably worth noting that SuperSport put out a statement just a few hours ago saying that uh, SuperSport United have been made aware of the old repeated rumours and speculation regarding the regarding the potential sale of the club. Please note that the rumours are completely untrue. As stated, when these false rumours started in 2019, the club is not for sale. The club is seeking legal advice on the publications or persons involved in continually issuing these false statements. But, uh, still, still, uh, this came through from a journalist in South Africa who said that, uh, Zimbabwean billionaire, Strive Masiwa, is, uh, an, an almost complete deal to buy SuperSport United. Anyway, long story short, I just wanted to say, I think Zimbabweans, this is probably true all over the world, but I'll only speak about our, uh, I've seen, uh, a mindset, an entitlement that exists in Zimbabweans, that if someone is able to help, then they must help us. How dare you not help us, if you can? Um, it comes through from musicians who have a viewpoint that, why would the radio station not play my song? I don't get it. Just play my song. Why don't you want to help me? It comes through from people who are workers, who don't do the work but why wouldn't you pay me like i need the money it's just it's just like a, such a mindset so here's here's a club in zimbabwe that's so badly run uh, you know it's bleeding money why wouldn't you invest in it you've got the money just invest in it that's not how it works right come on come on man use common sense guys No, almost no one does anything out of purely altruistic reasons when it comes to business all right anything that any moves that are made are either for p r or for a business move down the line or strategic or whatever. It's not ah, you know how to support my fellow Zimbabweans. Let me buy a zimbabwean team No, even when rich people support or do charity or whatever very often it's it's you know it's p r so like. I just, I find it like, that's such weird reasoning. Why would you buy a South African club when there's plenty of struggling Zimbabwean club? Hey, have you thought about why they're struggling?
1: That's exactly. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for answering my question.
0: Anyway, um, just wanted to address that. Um, You want to talk about this story about Barita and uh, Nota?
1: I don't really want to discuss Nota, but I'm just happy Barita, I hope she's safe. I hope she can get away from that. I I'm, I'm not even going to describe what what I think of that guy but I I'm very happy she got away um <clears throat> the sad thing is I think he ruined her career so Barita had a very promising musical career and she was she was making a lot of headway as an executive she had become she had been voted into the summer board um she had been doing a lot of um work with um educating women and empowering women I think she was running, actually running a program for for summer, for specifically for that. And now that you've been associated with this increasingly toxic individual, who's ruined multiple lives and lied about it, he's destroyed rap life. And he still hasn't played Markway from what I what I can recall. He's lied through his teeth, and the other annoying thing is. Idiots kept giving this dude a platform. There are idiots with no common sense who kept giving him a platform to speak. There are people who have no understanding of the industry who kept believing the nonsense he'd peddle. And they still do till this day. And I'm, I don't know if the, the final straw, or it wasn't because she actually said it in her statement because she said that they left, she left him in January. Her statement, I don't know by if the way, final straws
0: just, just, I think sometimes we have to remember that some people may not know who we're talking about. So Barita uh, is a Zimbabwean singer based in South Africa. Very talented singer, has incredible songs. She mm-hmm. was married to mm-hmm. um, two BT alums, scroll up for that episode. Yeah, yeah, we did interview her. Uh, she was married to, I don't know what to call him, a uh, uh, public figure in the world of music.
1: He used to he used to be a record label executive. He used to he used to be he was Questa's manager. He was also one of the owners of Rap Life Records. Um, he made his, he started up under I think it was under Badaping. Um He was then head of the Orchard South Africa for a while. He was also a member of the sum the summer board. So he's not just some ranting idiot. Mm. With, he had position
0: and clout and influence for a, a
1: time. And then he just kept burning bridges.
0: So he's he's had beef with loads of South African artists, loads of them. Anyway, just this past week, Berita uh, posted up a tweet, which is uh, quite the bombshell. It says, I have been quiet because my safety has been a huge concern. This man is extremely irresponsible, reckless and unruly. He simply does not listen to anyone. I do not condone his actions. I cannot even begin to count the n- numerous times he has erred in his speech. It's even difficult for me to follow after his every move. I simply cannot babysit a grown man um um and then i mean she she mentioned that she had separated from him in january and was no longer living with him um and then he said something about mental health or whatever so yeah Mm. so that's the story there um uh love and light to burrito
1: what 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 triggered the the latest round of outrage against him was was on another idiots podcast And he was talking about objectifying women. He said a lot of stupid things. Oh, there's so much stupid he said. But the one, the standout comment was, he was saying that if Mishlali can be bought, because they were talking about the alleged rumors that Mishlali is dating a married man and she's only with him for the money. Um, And he was like, if a woman can be bought, then she's an object, she's property, and she can be put down like a dog. Anyone with common sense would have stopped that interview right there and been like, what the F are you saying? Yeah. Man, you, just, you literally just abdicated for murder. Just casually abdicated for mur- the murder of a woman. And alarm bells were ringing, obviously, on Twitter. And then the other thing you need to remember is that thread, that statement that Berita released, she released it at 5 a.m. No one wakes up bright and early to drop a statement of that nature at five a m That means you have not slept and considering the, the subject matter within those i'm so, i'm I'm extremely concerned. I've been concerned about her for a while, but it's not my place. you know what I mean I wouldn't say she's a friend like we know off each other, we would go to bed, hey, what's up you good? I right, dope you know what I mean, and move on but it was it's always just been concerning because. Nota has been full of s for a while, and it it's been ongoing because there's there's a, there's a lot of things he says that are just lies. But who am I to speak on it? Because I'm at the end of the day, I'm just a Zimbabwean podcaster who runs a business in Zimbabwe. You know what I mean? Mm. I know things in South Africa. I know people in South Africa. It's really not my place. Nor do I even have the position to speak on it. But I know the, I know their lies because I've been around certain situations. I know some of these stories, and it was baffling how he he kept getting away with it. He'd go on on the Sobering podcast and go for two hours on how he's a revolutionary and how he's never um, closed anyone and how he was a genius with handling the administration of business. Then the following week, Marquez was like, yo, my man, I've only got two songs registered with Samro and I'm broke. So already that's a contradiction. Then Nasty C, after last week, in fact, we didn't even talk about it. He's been that long. That terrible um, tavern incident where those children died in East London. Mm. You use that. People are grieving. The nation is in shock. People are grieving over that. You use that as an opportunity to throw shots at Nasty C because he's, he's got a deal with with, a, with an alcohol brand. And you're saying that's bad for the youth. But my man, when you were managing Cuesta, he got the Heineken deal. So was alcohol good or bad back then? Make it make sense. <laughs> Junk. And there are so many examples of this. So many examples of this. And it's really disappointing to see people continue to give them man a platform when he clearly does not know what the hell he's talking about. When he's clearly ruined the careers of many an artist.
0: All right, moving on. Uh, on to still in music news. Here's a, here's something interesting that came out on a podcast. Uh, well, it's a million dollars worth of game. It? It's a pretty big podcast, then.
1: Yeah, yeah. the fact that Burn is on this, it, it it kind of highlights what I've been saying about what um, Love Revolution can do for Devito, because Burner Boy is getting a lot of amazing press looks right now. Check it
3: out. All right, now, how did how did the Tony Braxton sample jump off? So it was chopsticks. That was it was actually my idea, to be honest. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? so was, like, he was jamming the to Tony, huh? Nah, I just wanted. I just always wanted to. I just wanted to use that sample. For, I just and I knew chopsticks could do crazy, some crazy with it. So yeah, I just pointed that down, and then he just took it from there. Really, you know. So yeah, that's one of the. That's one of the most special special creative um, processes, you know, ever. But so. she is taking sixty percent of the
2: But <laughs> <so. laughs> she had? you know, you'll make it a show money, don't worry about no, it. I mean, I mean,
3: I'm not complaining, man. I yeah, me. Yeah. hopefully she even
2: pops out to one of the shows. You yeah, I mean, like, I ain't complaining, man. Richard Milley.
0: <laughs> yeah, we ain't we <laughs>
2: worried. about this it's Richard Millie boy, yeah. I'm changing my name.
0: So <clears throat> that's got a lot of people talking. Uh Boy's most recent single, the smash it, last, last, which is still number one. In Actually, sim, you, you, before you one finish Africa, that, I just
1: reminded, yeah. you just reminded me, hold on Dan, sorry, you just reminded me of another thing. Nota has some nerve because I remember he went on a podcast and was talking about how he, he's a, a wizard clearing samples. Nota did not clear a sample, a very pivotal sample that cost people a lot of money. Speaking of samples and having to give up to the original composer. anyway, I just remembered that. Carry on. Okay.
3: We don't cast. Last, last. Now everybody go to our breakfast. To I'm
0: quite surprised by how few people know. Like you, you would think it's obvious. A lot of people didn't know that this was a a Tony Braxton yeah, song. A lot of people, a lot, a lot of people
1: consume music passively, and I think we we take it for granted. A lot of people, like even that, they'll, they'll listen to it and be like, yo, that sounds familiar. Yeah, but they don't like. But they really wanted, think, vi- yeah. But they wanted to visit like, mm, why does that sound familiar? Well, so that was like immediately, oh, <sighs> Tony Braxton. I-. So don't I know, you I know you want to break down this. <laughs> you want to break down. Sorry, yeah, because they can listen to it at
0: their own time, bruh. Some DJ out there must do a nice transition. Yes, Philip. Um, Ray so, did one. Ray actually did a dope one of that one. But okay.
1: Anyway, yeah, continue.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, as you heard on this podcast, Burner Boy says that, hey, um, Tony Braxton's getting sixty percent of all revenue for last last, um, you know, because he's using her sample, but you know, he ain't complaining. So yeah, a lot of people have been talking about it. What I, what I found funny is memes, like you know that meme of the guy who. Someone's trying to take um uh, uh, sadza from his plate and then he grabs his hand <laughs> and literally eats it out of his hand. <laughs> Someone's like Tony Braxton. Every time someone plays last last, I thought it was funny, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, you're about to say,
1: I, I, I was going to say, um, I love Bonoboy. Uh, granted he's dealing with a lot. Uh, we, we, we didn't discuss that shooting. Did we Dan? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's a, it's a, it's a yeah. tough discussion to have. So yeah, we, we know we know about that shooting, but um, I it's also Dan when you're dealing with an artist or well, artists in general, artists don't read contracts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially at burner boys level, like when you've, you you when you're at that level, when you got to be doing press, when you've got to be show rehearsals, traveling. You know what I mean? Rejuvenating the spirit and so forth. Going shopping, you don't really have time to look at the nitty-gritties. You just hire a team that you trust, and then they do the rest. So, I'm not disputing that 60 percent of something might have to go to pay for the, to account for the sample. However, the simple statement that Tony Braxton is getting 60 percent of the song is is incorrect for a multitude of reasons. One. Last, last does not only use the sample of the composition, which is the lyrics that were written. It also uses the sample of the performance, right? So the performance is attributed to the master recording. Every song every that's released has two sides. It has the composition and it has the master. So the master here has to be cleared. Tony Braxton does not own her masters. Last I checked, unless Birdman did a real solid and went back and bought her masters back for her, she does not own her masters. As what? far as I recall, I mean, those masters are owned by La Reid and Babyface.
0: On on a podcast, Phil, you're not going to say Tony Braxton's masters, which are owned in this percentage by this people. No, you're just going to say Tony Braxton, no. and it should take to yeah, mean like whoever I'm, I'm,
1: owns. it. Yeah. But, but I'm saying that because now the the conversation on Twitter has has been individuals who purport to know better doing threads and think pieces and holding spaces and having discussions for hours on end when you don't even understand the fundamentals, mm. which is ridiculous. And then there are other people who are like, Oh my God, 60% that's ridiculous. Guys, let me tell you right now for how as fundamental as that's as, as the, the song is and the melody is and the composition is to last, last 60% is an amazing deal. Mm. I've, I've had to clear samples where I've had to give away 80%. And it's 80% for an interpolation. Not even 80% for, for using the original master. It's just 80% for the... Uh, that's 80% of the composition, by the way. Well, not for the performance. I
0: mean, you're not us so what can you do, you know? You know what, Dan? You're right. You're right.
1: I, I am not the authority. And I need him to give me the authority you know, to, to clear those samples. So 60% is actually a really good deal. We, well, but we don't know if he if he's taking the sixty percent of the whole work, sixty percent of the master, sixty percent of the composition, which is fine. And it's it's like as long as Berner has a rough idea of 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 what he had to compromise on and where his money is going, that's good. He doesn't need to know the intricate details, right? Mm-hmm. But then the people that, that start No, so the issue I have here is you are given a bit of information. It's not the full picture, right? It hasn't been analyzed, it has not been Dissected It hasn't even been corroborated By any of the other parties involved The record label Tony Braxton herself Anybody Right The only commentary we have Is from Burner Boy Now all of a sudden You're running off With all this discussion And commentary And that's the weird thing That's that that, that 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 never fails to boggle my mind I'm like But You don't even have the full story How can you have such a strong opinion When you don't even know What you have an opinion on mm.
0: Yeah, you don't care,
1: Dan, I can see. You
0: no, it's care. not that. It's it's because, it's like what you always say, the people have strong opinions just because they want to be seen saying something. Most of what I've seen is just jokes about it. But like, I, yeah, I've seen some people saying, oh, and it's clear that they don't know what they're talking about. So,
1: mm, Speaking of like, the other thing was, was Bernabeau was talking about um, Afrofusion and how that's the genre he makes. And people were up in a hissy fit. How dare he disrespect Afrobeats? How dare he try and have the audacity and the megalomaniac tendencies to say he's powerful enough to create a whole genre? Guys, um, I don't I know if you know this, but Afrobeats isn't a real genre. Afrobeats was just named by a DJ because he, he was just scrambling to think of a name. And he just took fellas' real genre Afrobeat, and just added an S to it afrobeats isn't a real thing but then it might have become a real thing now over time yeah because it's just been so widely adopted but even within that you're now reverse engineering the definition because by the by the very definition given to the people that coined the term afrobeats was literally just popular music popularly contemporary music coming from africa hmm. that was it there, there was so no that's, break that's not even a genre no, yeah there's no breakdown. This is the BPM. This is the sound you use. This is the, the song structure. No, it was literally just, this is the popular music coming from West Africa. So I'm calling it Afrobeats. So that's what that's what Afrobeats is, right? Yeah. So if someone then, then bucks against that, I don't understand why you'd be upset because you're saying, how dare you disagree with this imaginary thing here by creating your own imaginary thing here? Even though... He's able to quantify it a little better than Afrobeats, because Afrobeats has just become the the this analogous umbrella term for everything. Which frustrates me to a great a great a great
0: deal because Afrobeats is now the new world music for Africa. Which ugh. Yeah, something you've said many times on this podcast. Okay, uh Philip, I figure let's uh, let's quickly talk about some TV stuff and then some music. Oh. Yeah, I had some hotel stuff, but let's leave it. Yeah, quick, quick uh Zimbabwe, the Zimbabwean rugby team, the Sables, have been doing really well. They beat the Netherlands last week and uh, this week they've mm-hmm. been scheduled for some big games. They're playing against Namibia tonight as we record. I just went too quickly. It's, it's actually happening as we speak. Ah, they are being walloped. My goodness. There was so much hope for the team, but hey, it's 24-5 right now in the 57th mm-hmm. minute. But wow. Shout out to the Sables though. They really, they got people, they got people's hope up. Uh, these are World Cup qualifiers as well, but uh, you know, it is what it is. I don't know it what the, indeed. I don't know what this means in terms of permutations for the World Cup and all that, but yeah. And Namibia has traditionally been a difficult team for Zimbabwe. Uh, on TV, have you watched anything, uh, any episodes of Mukoma Bruce, Philip?
1: I have. I'm caught up. I'm on the first. I watched the first two.
0: Nice. So uh, King Kandoro, friend of the podcast, he started a new YouTube show uh, called Mukoma Bruce. It's just a, a comedy show that's meant to satirize Batman, shall we say. So what if Batman was Zimbabwean is the concept of it. Um, yeah? So if you're looking for some laughs, go check it out on YouTube, Mukoma Bruce. Uh, It's pretty funny, actually. It's pretty funny. Um, Did you see what's happening with the Minions movie? No, Dan, but I knew you'd be on top of this. Why don't you break it down? So it's fascinating. Okay, so first of all, five years ago, the first Minions movie came out. The Minions, of course, were a character in... uh, Despicably characters, made, well, group of group of characters, and despicably me, uh, animated a movie that uh, they. I mean, you know, they got very popular as like a meme sort of sub character, and you know, minions are involved in all kinds of things, and they're used in ad campaigns and blah blah blah. They got their own movie like five years ago. Now five years later, here comes the sequel to the Minions movie, The Rise of Gru. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, from what I hear, it's like it's it's a fine, you know, like perfectly adequate animated movie. But think about the people who were six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old five years ago, when the minions first came out. If they enjoyed it, if they liked it as a kid, five years later the the, the sequel, they're teenagers on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And partly because of the minions' brilliant marketing strategy and partly because the internet is the internet the idea or concept of watching this movie, The Minions, was it became a meme. So hundreds of thousands of people all over the world dressed up in suits and attended uh, cinemas in in big numbers. You know, all getting tickets for The Minions and all sat like super serious watching the movie and you know posting this on TikTok and whatever. And then it caused other people to post mm. on TikTok and 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 it has like a crazy I opening the- weekend, yeah.
1: The trend was cool. It was cool, like seeing like a hundred kids going up an escalator
0: in yeah. suits. That was hilarious. And, and you know the thing is, so the video in the background, there'll be there was some song that came out which uses the minions and a drill beat, and then that's like what's playing in the background. There's a bunch of people in suits, and they're you know they got their hand in this little weird pose, you know the villain pose, holding your hands like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so uh, apparently opening weekend was two hundred and something million, which is huge for an animated movie like this. But then like people started analyzing the marketing behind it and how a lot of the guys behind it actually sort of instigated a lot of the stuff and it worked and it caught and became a big deal. So it's it's been hilarious to watch. And then of course, as usual, people took it too far and then started vandalizing movie houses and stuff. And then people got banned. If you're wearing a suit, you can't go watch The Minions anymore, which is a weird rule to put in, but... Imagine you are
1: coming from work and you you just pick up Billy and you're like Billy let's, Billy let's go and you're
0: still in your boardroom suit and you get to the setup.
1: I'm like you talk you get away from here, right
0: now. but I thought that was funny. So the, the the name of the trend is hashtag Gentle Minion, as in gentlemen but minions. Uh, I look forward to watching the movie, but let's check out some music, Philip. Uh, I'm a piano the queen. queen man. Shash, uh, actually
1: we, be, be, before we do that
0: yeah. um before we do Afro Nation was this past weekend. Oh yes, sorry, my uh, bad didn't I put that down? My bad. Yes, yes, yes. Afro nation. We have to talk about that.
1: We do because there was a lot of discussion if in, in, in a patron group about Afro Nation. Um Chris Brown, Burner Boy, Meg the Stallion, obviously Meg the Stallion, and then the Piano, all the Ama Piano acts. Were there and they shut it down, and it was such an amazing look. You had come on, Pella was featured by Instagram's page, which was insane. You had Uncle Waffles with an amazing set, amazing exposure, really taking Amapia to the next level, of course, and all the other acts that were there. Um, and I, I, I was like, oh, because I, I don't want to center session everything, but that point I was just like, yo. Two years ago, this is what you were working towards. Mm. And something happened that derailed that. And it's obviously not too late to pick up and try again. But this should have been you. Know, you. you can, but it could have been. Not should have been. But it really could have been. You know what I mean? It should have been me! And, and on top of that, yeah. I mean, Afro Nation, outside of it, was just a big look. It was a great move forward, I think. Finally, after they got their act together and they were able to have the event.
0: Would, would it you sounded s- like it was a Would you say it's the biggest it? African music festival? Uh, should,
1: this, at, this at least one of a data yeah. set. Yeah. I think I think that and, and what Paulo Koya is doing with the with the One Africa shows. But yeah, I'd probably say Afronesians. But was the, there was the Puerto Rico one, which is also where they had the
0: isn't couple, that where they, like a couple of months they were ago,
1: forced right? people to work i say, yeah, it, it, it's, 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 it's growing pretty rapidly, yeah. And it looks like this one went out without a hitch
0: as opposed to previous iterations, which had a myriad of issues. Well, but yeah. Shout out to Afro Nation in Portugal uh, and everyone so who went out. Before we, before we play Shasha, do you want to discuss this Omalay thing? Um, so, I mean, it's not a huge discussion point, but long story short, Omalay put out a tweet. Uh, where he highlighted someone who was complaining about no, Omalé respo- not. You know, singing. he
1: was re- he was responding to he was responding to because that tweet is doing numbers. He was responding.
0: Okay, so <clears throat> uh, some lady who was at Afro Nation was like, "Yo, I love Omalé, but man, we came to your show to watch you sing, to watch you perform, and why didn't you sing?" And uh, he responded uh, by saying, <clears throat> "Apologies to you." And all the fans that feel this way, I would have loved to give you better, but I had to do this entire show without hearing myself because I wasn't provided uh, with sound on my in-ear monitors. So, you know, we had a little bit of a discussion of the, about this in the in the um, patrons group, mm-hmm. where the question was about should he have responded this way? Because she uh, she basically had this video, right? I think it was a TikTok video actually that she posted that was also on yeah. Twitter. Uh, which was basically, yo, Afro Nation was amazing, was dope, whatever, whatever, Omale, we love you, but man, we came out to see you, we wanted to watch you perform, but you didn't sing. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. So at the time he responded, a video had done close to 500,000 views. It's now surpassed that. It's approaching 600,000 views. So he had to respond. I think w- when something is that viral, you have to respond. And um, some, someone in the patron group was like, "That sounds like an excuse. And I was like, but it, it's not really an excuse if it's real. Like, if that's really what happened, um, and I was explaining, when you're working at a festival that size, you rely heavily on in-ear monitors because what you're hearing, it's, it, it's too loud for you to hear your own voice. So you're hearing what the mic, what's coming through on the mics. But what's coming through on the mics is going to be distorted and it's going to have a delay. So if you aren't finely attuned to performing in that environment, it can go awry really quickly. Another example of this recently was what happened with Givion at the BT Awards. Another example <laughs> is what happened with Omarion at, at the Versus. You can easily be thrown off cue if your in monitor is off or it, it comes up picking the wrong key. And it can be something as like, if you're singing in F, mi- in, in F minor, but it comes through um, as just an F flat, for example, that's going to throw everything off because you, you, you're gauging your voice by what you're hearing and you're responding to that. So if that is off, it can create a cascading effect. The other thing is, when you have a festival the size of Afro Nation with the number of acts that they have, when you do sound check, you're going to... One sound engineer is going to go in, do your sound check, and then key in your levels, right? And he's going to save it to the machine. However, for whatever reason, if those savings are wiped off, if the sound engineer changes if they mix up the names, like let's say they don't save it as O'Malley settings, Afro nation date, or they just use some random um, save file name, or they just use numbers and you're going to the board and you're like, you're, you're trying to go through the running order, but the running order has changed on stage and you just go to settings for act number four, but act number four is now actually act number five. Mm. There's a myriad of ways this thing can go wrong. So I'm not mad at O'Malley for explaining his side of the story whether it's true or not, I don't know. But I'm assuming it
0: is. I appreciate it. if him. it is true. Sorry, go ahead.
1: And if it, yeah, and if it is true, you have to explain yourself and you have to defend yourself. And also let your fans know that, yo, I'm listening. I understand you're upset. My bad. I'll try and do better. But this was the issue. And I, I see absolutely nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah. I, I was also saying, like, I appreciate that he, as much as he was explaining the situation, he was still like, yo, I apologize. My apologies, man. But this was the situation. Which I think is a good look, basically. So yeah, yeah. and then that, he, that, he says easy. to that lady, uh, he wants to give her VIP access uh, while while he's still on tour.
1: Mm. That be do. So then, the key to get VIP tickets is to complain. That's what we need to start doing. Start complaining. Let hope that.
0: it gets viral. <laughs> But yeah, so, so yeah, so you were saying that that's uh,
1: setting the bed that that's setting the bed this weekend Ama Piano went to the next level from major league DJs all the way through to Camon Pella, um gogo everyone who graced the the stages, plus the tour that the Scorpion Kings on right now. Ama Piano is in a very good place. And it's finally doing what Back two years ago When we were on Clubhouse Ranting about Why aren't these guys touring They're finally doing What needs to be done For the, the genre Which is amazing That being said Um Shasha Dropped a video For A song that's what Over six months old now Um Two weeks ago
0: E piano mm.
1: She came and she dropped a video Earlier today While we were recording Um
0: she didn't drop Let's, the video. It was just it. a song.
1: It just dropped. The song. Why do not you play the before before we come? Just play the song. Just just play a bit of the song. Then.
0: Yeah. Alright. Cool. 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 This is the new Shasha. It's called. Uh, ah. It's called Ungo Ami <laughs>
1: Quite a bad song, I quite like it. I quite like it. I do, I do, into I'm just not sure that's the, that that's the right release and it, it was handled the right way like just to randomly drop a song on a, on a Wednesday
0: afternoon. She also announced uh, the pre release for her album called I Am Alive, along with the, the drop of the song. So, uh, hey. I think there's a lot to learn here, and, and time will reveal what's what's really going on behind the scenes or what's what's happening. But for what it's worth, uh, I, I did listen to this song a couple of times before we recorded. I quite like it. I quite like it, even apart from my my natural um, bias towards our Zimbabwean. I'm a piano queen.
1: Mm. I, I that do is, like that's it. the thing that, that that I found interesting is Maporisai has two record labels. Because I thought he's, because he still has Black Boy, which um, Shasha is still signed to. And mm-hmm. It is also curious, like how little or how m- how much support she's getting. But he also has uh, New Money Gang records, and I, I I need to actually find out why does he feel the need to have two record labels?
0: Hmm. Maybe maybe he has different deals negotiated with both. Uh, Something you know, else that came out, yeah. yeah. Actually, you're right. Because if
1: I'm not mistaken, I think, I think New Money Gang might be on the Platoon and New Black Boys on the Sony. I didn't, in fact, let me confirm.
0: So uh, something else new that came out which has actually done really well is Nyasha David's new song with Takura. It's the remix to Ikoko Top Top. I say it's the remix because <laughs> it, was a, it was an album cut that never got its own treatment and then now it's come out as a single uh, with Takura on it. And it's done. What do you think right. of the video? Yeah. Oh wait Why am I playing the video version Let me play it from.
1: I there. said What why do, why do, why do you think of the video
0: Um Yeah I mean I liked it It was It was, it was cool Okay Why What did you think
1: Half the scenes in that video are Out of focus yeah?
0: That was That is the style Philip. That was the style With that color gradient <laughs> they, they are kind of out of focus Anyway I do like the song though.
2: Ah uh, ah uh, ah okay burla kakatu but now so international better, point to somebody better a little rap, I'm far off with a big gap, big gap, With a crown on my head of rhythm and blues, cause everybody knows I deserve that, and everybody knows I can have that, and everybody knows I can tap that, looking in the mirror, I see what I saw in my dreams, hey. and I believe, I see, i to the top non-stop and everybody knows I'm hot. Ah, then did it go? Ah, then go? Go? Then I'm headed to the top non-stop and everybody knows I'm hot. Okay. Everybody knows I'm hot. Everybody knows I'm chosen. I don't say <laughs> do much. You about your hoes and that. I've been on the road trying to get that cheese and mac. My-
0: I wonder what's causing that. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, uh, Um that, that whole section of, uh, everybody knows I'm hot and I'm headed to the top, top, top has become like a, I don't know, like a, a challenge or a trend or something on TikTok. So mm-hmm. well done Yasha and Takura. Great song. And uh, y'all, let's see how it goes. Did you see the new Makadze and Mr. Brown?
1: Damn. <laughs> Why are you asking me
0: silly questions?
1: Did you not see Makazi was in my space? Come on now.
0: You see Makadze's BFFs with Lorraine Guyo I
1: see that. I see that. We need to call Lorraine.
0: You know Lorraine listens to the podcast, eh? Or well, I don't oh, know. If she, I don't where? know if she actively listens to it, but she has mentioned it to me before. So.
2: Oh, where, 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 where? Who, who,
0: who, so that's pretty who, 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 cool. Pretty cool. Who, who. But yeah this is the new Makazi and Mister Brown. <clears throat> Fast forward a little bit
2: a little bit more. for <laughs> a <laughs> And
0: Mr. Brown is dope, you know. Shout out. Mm. Shout out to my mans. And uh this is a dope
1: song. Yeah. To- I'm- I'm- no, killing him. Him and his little brother, killing it right now, man, killing it. <laughs> uh,
0: speaking of Mr. Brown, he's on the new Rocky song. But I know how we feel about Rocky, so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> know.
1: Where did you, you, you put it?
0: Uh, because Mr. Brown is on it, so you know, support Mr. Brown. Speak, but also, speaking of
1: actually, actually speaking of the other thing, so uh, I don't even want to discuss it because I don't want to speculate on a death because it's it's not something to be taken lightly. But yo. Social media is ugly. The passion job. I saw some of the most. People are so insensitive.
0: Yeah, 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 I saw that.
1: But you you also you also realize like the 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 thing that got to me is like you could see how concerned he was about the issue, like you could see how concerned he was, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't taking, but he still wasn't apologizing, like. It's almost like you have to milk a stone to get an apology. I oh, know those. Did, oh, so, for those that don't know, yesterday um, news broke that uh, a woman had been run over by an X6, a blue X6. If you are familiar in Arari, there are three blue X6s that all belong to Passion Java. Um, they all have a very unique, um, like metallic, uh, lightning blue color. So people quickly started speculating that was he the driver because there were then stories that the driver left, fled the scene which is a crime you are supposed to remain at the scene and await the arrival of the police um it's concerning because knowing who he is and knowing how things operate in this country i'm not sure justice is going to be served or i'm i'm not even sure we're going to get a full explanation as to what go, what, what really went happened and went down um But even even with all that backdrop and context, his acolytes were very quick to almost dismiss the fact that someone died, which really, ugh, man. Ugh, people, ugh.
0: So moving on, uh, I hate talking about that dude because I feel like everything he does is just to get people talk about him. And it's just, ugh, man, I... Anyway, <clears throat> there's a bunch of new songs uh, in hip-hop. Now, we mentioned St. Flo earlier. Um, St. Flo has a couple of new songs. Let me start with uh, Muteuro. In fact, let's just play Muteuro because the other ones are, like, unofficial.
2: DJ KV Ola
4: we
3: I have a you. know, You you. know, you. you you know,
0: so it sounds to me, is it? I don't understand what's going on here. It sounds to me like that uh hasn't been mastered great.
1: Mm. Oh mastered by the same person that did Holy album.
0: Yeah. So but still it sounds like it's a dope song, so this is, this is on his YouTube page, a lyric video. Uh, Muteuro is what it's called. Um, there's another song that I don't know if it leaked or because he hasn't put it out officially, but it's, it's like doing the rounds. It's called Mukurwe Gure. Mm. Check, it out, check it out.
3: Major. Major.
0: That new Saint Flow Mukuru E Gure And then finally New Tanto Wavy Hopefully this is a little bit better Than The one that we played last time With Stacy Macheso This one is called Mubenyu I like it, I like it. Shout out to Tanto Wavy, move bad news that new one. All right, <clears throat> um, mm, mm, mm. there were also two new songs by PD the Ghost. You remember Connect, Connect, you know, So there's a remix mm-hmm. to it featuring Obi David's, Denim Woods, and Simba So So uh, maybe we can end with that one. It's a bit, it's a bit old for a remix, isn't it though? It's like it's a completely different song now, so i don't I also thought that at first I, in fact, I do think that still, but but there we go. I quite like it though. by the way, at unplugged, uh, uh, I uh, saw Denim Woods chilling with none other than Hannah mm. so you know, I finally officially met Hannah, so that was cool <laughs> that dope I like Hannah, good vibe. she's dope. She's dope. Mad love for her, mm. yo. Yeah. So, uh, y'all, that's pretty much it. Is there something else you want to play?
1: Ah, I've got I've got a bunch, but it's all the regional stuff. I just saw that M.I., um, Vector, and Larry Gaga dropped an album. So Behold the Lamb, I want to check that out. Sorry, it's AQ, Blackbones, and M.I. I want to listen to that. I, I saw it pop in my eye, my, my my recently released "No Snot," so I'll give it a little bit of a listen. Um, I've just actually been been sampling a lot of international music. You know, I've been in a little international mix, and then finalizing the the stuff that we're releasing. So I haven't really listened to much new music except
0: the stuff we're working on. Nice. I know there's a new uh, the, the Brian Jack released an album. There's new Kiki Badass. There's uh I mean, there's 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 some stuff. Yeah, there's some stuff, but, I, uh, you know, need to check it out. Need to spend some time checking it out, but it's okay. Boys and girls, thank you very yeah. much for tuning in. Hey, um, real quick, please allow us to express our appreciation to everyone who continues to support us financially. You can go to 2 forward slash donate, and you can sign up to be one of the Patreon mm-hmm. members. You get exclusive access to our WhatsApp group where we have great discussions. That's where we get a lot of the talking points for the show. And we continue in our discussions on there and, uh, you know, discuss what, what happened on the show and uh, inside information, plus a lot of stuff that never makes it to the show. Um, it also gives you an opportunity to sometimes feature on the show when we feature our patrons. So, yeah. Uh, but really the, the main reason for it is just to support the podcast. So, com forward slash donate. You also leave a like, uh, a follow, a comment. If you're using a, um, uh, whichever app you're using to listen to the podcast, Please leave a comment. If you're using the website, even, you can leave a comment. Just let us know what you think. Leave a five-star rating. We'd appreciate it very much. Also, Fantasy Premier League has started again. It went live yesterday or today. So yeah, so you can sign up to it. Um, I think I'll post it on our Twitter. I can't remember what the code is. In fact, I can just say it now. The code is for the thing... Is EB, no, E4B5VC. I'll put it in the show notes. So, yeah, you can sh- sign up to the mini league if you'd like, and then we can play fantasy football for the whole season.
1: Oh, lovely. Oh, by the way, Dan, that software seat I found, are you going to test it out?
0: I'll check it out, yeah.
1: So, if, if Dan does indeed check it out, you might be seeing. That the the show does no longer no longer has running times in the show notes, but we have chapters. So we actually would love, love some feedback from our listeners. If you are listening to this podcast with your podcast app, is it appearing in chapters, and is that a more convenient listening experience?:
0: All right, thank you, boys and girls for listening. We appreciate you very much. Please continue to support us. We will end with uh, the new PD the Ghost remix of Connect with uh, Semper Tags, Denim Woods, and... Who did I mention, Philip? And... Obi-Davids. All And dope. Catch you in the next one. We
3: out. <laughs> <laughs> it's- so just hold my hand and I will never let go
2: I know nobody else can me like you You can't even see, I'm just, just trying to get near you I ain't even trying to compete, I'm just too modest to feel you Only one that's on the team, bold enough to run the bill Balling like you cop a feel. only reason I'm trying to know man. I'm just trying to show face, trying to give you the bigger picture That shot in 4K, take your time, it's okay She threw all of the girl, cause your don't no shake I'm the one, but just give me time to cause you don't chase All the nigga really got is your name oh, you see cause I got it all night the
3: gonna be calling you, baby Oh, you lately like call me, baby just hold my hand and I will never let go Cause I know nobody else can do me like you. Connect, chinny, butta, correct you out the bone, we can connect I love it to you, correct Connect, chinny, butta, correct you out the bone, we can connect I'll always do you correct I never lie to you Yeah. I'll always keep you near I never
2: do you wrong So baby, don't you yeah. I just wanna see you, baby, baby. This kinda of what I see Tell what's up for the week I'm the weekend. My only one of your speakers, baby this your back a nice, 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 nice Where you and nice, 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 nice You be my wife, wife. I need you in my life uh. So just hold my hand and I will
3: never let go Cause I know nobody else can do me like you oh. Connect, connect. me better correct but You better end. go with you, connect All I will always do you correct Connect you need correct You better go to connect I'll always do you correct it And I say, too long, too long, too long, too long You've been alone, too long, too long I wanted to have you as my own ah, The one I hold, but you wanna be alone Girl, you so hot and cold, yeah so just hold my hand and I will never let go. Cause I know nobody else
2: can do me like
3: you. Connect, oh. chinny butter, correct. The we you connect. I will do you correct. Connect, the butter, correct. The we you connect. I will always do you correct.
4: Showtime, showtime.